Hey, all right, this is Mr. Paul Jangles. I am at Rosedale Park. I just finished the first hole and part it. Um, it is June, let's see, June 12th, 2018. So I didn't start the podcast with any kind of intro because there's a whole bunch of people right on the very first tee pad and I didn't want to interrupt their story. So I just went ahead and squeezed in because it looked like they were going to continue telling their stories. So um, I went ahead and threw hole one. I'm playing the up top course. I haven't put a podcast for that yet. Uh, I was originally going to have Treesbane join me or even Blu-ray, but I texted them this morning and they never texted me back. So I'm going to do this one solo, I guess. Um, didn't bring any beers or anything, although this is a very beer-friendly course. Um, came right after work, so try and squeeze in a quick 18 here. I just rolled up on a single guy. He is playing hole number two. Let's see how he does. Looks like he was kind of waiting for somebody. So um, hole number two is pretty straight away. It's kind of in the woods. It's about, mm, I would say this is probably the A or B position. So it's about 304 to 332 to get there. So it looks like he is on his second shot. So anyway, here we go. Hole number two. All right, so part number two, that was good. I had a really nice drive. I had a really good look at um, birdie. It looks like the guy who's playing behind me is going to have an even better look. He had a pretty nice drive. Um, hole number three is a funny hole. Um, it kind of scares me a little bit because it's like right on the ridge. And so if you go to the right, you're going to fall off. And if you go to the left, you're going to fall off. So it's really actually a, probably a pretty much a birdie look. Um, but sometimes I get bogey on it. If I only went for par, I'd probably get par every time. And maybe that's what I should just do on this time. So probably I'll just go for par. So here we go. Par. Huh. So it looks like maybe I lost my audio on the last one. That's okay. It was only like 40 seconds of audio. Um, so I did par uh, hole number two. So I'm up to hole number three. Or I actually just finished hole number three. I was trying to just par it. And of course, I bogeyed it. So even if you try to go for birdie um, on hole number three, you'll bogey it. And if you try to go for par, you'll bogey it. So I just don't like hole number three. Anyway, up to hole number four. Um, I've been a little bit better on it, I think, as of late. Um, I'm walking through the woods because I've got a guy playing behind me. I think I heard him hit some trees. Um, anyway, so... Uh, getting ready for hole number four. Uh, again, don't have any beers. That's kind of a faux pas around here, around these parts. Um, yeah. So, we'll see how we do on hole number four. All right, just finished up hole number five. Uh, bogeyed hole number four because I hit a fucking tree, uh, on my second shot. Should have had a look at birdie. Instead, I hit a stupid tree and I had to settle for four. Um... And then I uh, parred hole number five. So, uh, kind of in between two single guys. So, got I passed one guy, but another guy passed me. So, um, kind of in a rush a little bit, it seems like. So, it's not as quite of a mellow time as I was hoping. Um, so, hole number six we're up to. Um, looks like it's pretty straight away. Uh, uphill. So, you kind of got to put a little power on. I think it's around 300-something. Um, certainly doable. It's a little off to the right. 
Um, it looks like it's about 295, I guess is what they're saying. So 295, slightly uphill. Uh, here we go. All right, so I'm still trying to get used to the new U-Disc app. Um, they've made a bunch of changes, and so um, you're supposed to like measure all your throws and all those kinds of crap, and it's fine. I mean, I think it's cool, but um, trying to do a podcast at the same time, I'm trying to figure out a new app um, update is a little bit difficult. So anyway, I'm up to hole number seven. Um, the guy behind me has slowed down quite a bit. He's having a beer, so and he's thrown his disc into the woods, so I think he's just kind of trying to relax. Um, and the guy ahead of me has gone up a hole, so I don't have to worry about hitting anybody on this one. So this one is hole number seven. Um, it is about, I think, 360 across this field. It's usually fairly straight away. Um, oh, actually, it's the shorter one, so it's 260 feet, so that's not too bad. So, I'm going to go at it. Here we go. All right, so, complaining about U-Disc app, that means you get a birdie. So, hole number seven, I like where number seven's at. It was in the shorter position. I played the TL3, I got it within 18 feet of the basket for a nice, easy birdie. So, that makes me happy. Makes it worthwhile coming out here. Um, so, I'm up to hole number eight. Hole number eight um is let's see oh it's just straight away from the tee box um looks like it's going to be probably about 340 i want to say so it's a it's a fairly lengthy par three um so a couple of things about uh rosedale it's probably one of the most popular courses in Kansas City. Um, Waterworks might be a little bit more popular. Probably just depends on the day. Um, I think that for what it is, it's a nice course, but Waterworks is certainly a a better course, and so is Heritage, in my opinion. Um, But it's fun. It's really close to where I work right now, so uh, I can just buzz over here. That being said, like when I walked up to hole number one, there was seven people getting ready to tee off. So you can imagine, you wouldn't want to get behind them. So one of the things I like to do sometimes is start on uh, different pin positions. Uh, That might be uh, looked down upon, but whenever you're playing behind seven and nine people groups, you just don't really want to sit there and wait for them to throw all day. So um, anyway, hole number number eight. Um, Again, yeah, it's straight away. So I'm going to go with the TL3 again. It seems like it's been going fairly straight for me today, and I'm sure I'll end up in the trees because I said that. So here we go, hole number eight. All right, got a birdie on hole number eight. So uh, I'm up to hole number nine. Hole number nine, uh, one of the things about Rosedale is that, I don't know, I think that sometimes they have just about too many different pin positions. Um, I think on the last one it's got, I'm counting six, six different ones. So you can play some of them as a par four and then some of them is par three. So the long ones are kind of on an island, so there's some out-of-bounds stuff going on. Um, hole number nine is similar, where I think there's at least five or six different uh, pin positions. I think that, I mean, three seems like it's enough, um, especially whenever the pin positions just seem like they, I mean, they're not that far apart. So I'm not quite sure. It just seems a little bit like it's overkill. Um, so anyway, uh, I'm up to hole number nine. I haven't seen the flag. They like to put it right behind this cedar tree a lot of times, and sometimes I throw right into that cedar tree. 
Um, so where are you, Mr. Pole Hole? Mr. Pole Jangles wants to get one, so it's not in that one. Um, I'm gonna do a, I'll, I guess I'm gonna do a rendezvous. I don't know where the guy was that was playing in front of me. He seems to have disappeared. So here we go. I'm gonna do a little rendezvous and then I'll tell you how I did on number nine. All right, so as predicted, I threw it right into the old cedar tree and uh, I got hung up in a limb. Um, but I think the way I've read the rules, I think that it wasn't so high that I had to take a stroke, but because uh, it's below the six or the two meter rule, I might be getting that wrong. So call on and yell at me if I was wrong about that. Um, so I ended up getting a par on that. So I'm up to hole number 10. Hole number 10 is a really cool shot because it's downhill. Everybody likes downhill shots. Don't know anybody that really loves uphill shots. Um, and I can't see where the freaking basket is. Oh, it's the short one. Here we go. So if I was a person with a good forehand shot, I'd probably do pretty good with this one. But I'm not, so I'm gonna probably go with a rock on this one. No, not a rock. I'm gonna probably go with a buzz. Um, probably take a little bit off of it and try to Anheuser it towards the basket, if I can find my disc. Um, so yeah, now the cottonwoods seem to have come out too, so it looks like it's kind of snowing here. It's kind of like Edwardsville, like when I did my last podcast there. Um, let's see what else is going on. Um, uh, let's see, Treesbane and I did do a podcast, I think, two weekends ago, something like that. Um, we went back to uh, Harmon Park. Um, and the only reason we did that, why we doubled up on a course, is because it's under construction. So now instead of being a nine-hole course, it's a seven-hole course. Um, I also did part of a course a couple weeks ago, so that one's still in the can, too. I'm not sure if I'm going to try and finish up the course and then put out the podcast or if I'm going to um, just release the six holes that I did. So anyway, here I am at Rosedale Park, Mr. Pole Jangles on hole number 10. Oh, my God. My drives have just gone to shit. So hole number 10 was a downhill throw. I tried to do the Anheuser magic and it did not do shit. So um, I ended up parring the hole, which is fine. But then on hole number, what is it, 11? I tried to do a forearm throw, it didn't go anywhere. Then I tried to put it somewhere close to the basket and hit a tree. Then I was pissed off and then um i missed my um bogey save i suppose um and then so i got double bogey on hole number 11 so we shan't talk about hole number 11 again um okay so i'm up to hole number 12 this is another one that i should be throwing forearm on um, but i'm not going to this time because i'm kind of pissed so i'm going to just throw backhand um, it is the short hole. I think it's 238 off to the right. So, but it's uphill. So, see how I do. All right, the bogey bus keeps on rolling. So, uh, hole number 12. I, my Anheuser went. It played great. I would have actually birdied it if I would have if the pin would have been in the actual position I thought it was. But I still had an easily makeable par that I missed like a 15 footer because. I don't know why. I don't know why. Because I was right next to a tree and just got in my head. So 
little Mr. Pole Jangles is off his game, so a little irritated. But it's okay, I'm playing disc golf. It's better than sitting at home drinking beer. No, drinking beer is pretty fun too, so maybe I'm gonna go do that here in a little bit. So hole number 13, um, it's uphill, it's to the right. It hugs a tree line. Um, not my favorite hole. Never really done that great on this one. Um, I think it's in the A position, which is 305 uphill. So here we go. Um, all right. All right, back on the par train. Everybody's happy now. Um, so yeah, got a par on that one. That's, that's great. So one of my favorite holes is the next one, um, hole number 14, but it's not in my favorite pin position. So kind of pissed about that, but I'm not gonna yell or scream or throw a tantrum. I'm just gonna go ahead and play it. Um, it's a downhill shot. Uh, it's got woods on the left as you're about three quarters of the way down. Um, and usually the pin position I like is way off to the left, but it plays so well to a backhand right-handed thrower if you put a little hyzer on it. Um, it's very similar to a hole that's over at Cliff Drive that I kind of like too. But this time they're playing it straight away, still downhill, but there's a road that kind of goes right by it. You can probably hear this Jeep that's driving by me. So you kind of want to stay away from that because that's a little out of bounds. It's not too bad for a right-handed player, but a left-handed player might not be too appreciative of this actual throw. So um, I'm going to try to go straight at it. Let's uh, see if I can uh, maybe get another birdie. So here we go. All right, so the par train continues and it looks like we are kind of in a traffic jam here. Um, we got some guys throwing on hole number 16. They're trying to get through the woods on 16 and there's some people on 15 that are backed up too. So um, we'll see if I finish this because I don't really want to spend a half an hour waiting for those guys to throw, but maybe it's just because of their going through the woods. Anyway, um, I parred hole number 14. Um, so that puts me at plus four for the round so far, um, which I'm, I'm happy with. I'm a little disappointed with some of my putts, but that's okay. And here we're going to go walk up to hole number 15. All right, so I'm on hole. I just finished up hole number, what was this, hole 15 or 16? I think 15. So I parred that. I had a fairly nice drive. I had about a 20, let's see, 60-foot putt for birdie. Um, of course, I didn't get it, so I just had a nice putt, uh, a nice tap in for par. So that's easy money right there. Not that I'm playing for any money at all, just uh, for the fun, for the thrill of the game. Um, so on hole number 15, it's kind of weird. You kind of walk back over the free, the, the, uh, fairway to get back to hole number 16, which is the one that goes through the trees. So there's a group of two in front of me and then there was a group of three in front of them. So it looks like I'll be doing a little waiting. So, um, it's kind of a tunnel shot. It's very difficult to get through. If you get through, it's easily a birdie chance. If you don't, you can pretty much get a bogey or higher, so we'll see how things go. All right, so just got hold, done with hole number 16. Um, the kind people from Jefferson City that were in front of me let me play through. Um, had a decent drive, had a good look at birdie. It's about 45 feet. Of course, I didn't make it because I'm not that good of a putter, but I was able to put, uh, tap it in. So. 
Um, the guys from Jefferson City were telling me about a pretty cool course that they're building out in Jefferson City. He said that they're going to make it a pay-to-play. He said it's going to be about three bucks for all day. And he said they're going to have two 18-hole courses and a nine-hole course on it. So he's got one of the 18s done, and they're going to build a clubhouse out there. It sounds like something pretty sweet. So anyway, I'm a hole number 17. It's at the A position. It's 296. I've got this group of three that are in front of me. Um, oh, that poor guy just had a nice putt that just fell out. So, um, yeah, it looks like I'll be teeing off here in a couple minutes or so. Um, let's see how this guy does. Oh, he got it. So, um, yeah, hole number 17. It's kind of sunny today. It's a little overcast, a little hot. Getting a pretty good sweat on. I really, really wish I would have stopped and gotten some cold, cold beers, but I didn't. That's okay. That's okay. I've got some in the fridge at home, and I will be partaking here momentarily. So, hole number 17. Here I go. All right, so I just finished up Rosedale. Um, I went ahead and parred 17. Uh... Okay, so sorry about that. I got cut off from my original um, rehash of the course um, for this one. So I did end up parring number 18, if anybody cares. Um, there were some guys that were actually in front of me, and they graciously let me play with them um, for that last hole. And to my surprise, all three of them were left-handers. I don't know what that really means, but I, maybe they have some sort of club. I'm not sure. But the odds of three left-handed players being together is like a 1,000 to 1. So, anyway, my thoughts on the Rosedale Top Disc Golf Course is that, I mean, it's a really cool course. Um, it's pretty solid. I think that it's a little overrated uh, based on how many people are there and how crowded it can get. Um, I wouldn't put it like even above Wyandotte or anything for my money. Um, I think that it does play a little bit better for left-handed players. There's a lot of the times the trees are on your right. Um, and so maybe it's, it's nice to have that open area to your left for them to curve back into. So anyway, um, I just want to squeeze this in real quick because I did get, uh, cut off on, um, my wrap up as so to speak. So, um, there you go. All right. All right, so um, I kind of rushed the old wrap-up, and I had a couple of other things I wanted to talk about um, about Rosedale Park. So I guess, first of all, uh, it's pretty obvious that they have some sort of league that happens. It must happen almost on a nightly basis around 6 o'clock, which is not what it shows on Kansas City Flying Disc Club, which is one of the reasons that I went to Rosedale, because I think that their league night is supposed to be actually tomorrow night. But... I think that they actually have uh, a league night of some sort um, every night. It seemed like everybody there really kind of knew each other. Um, so, I mean, it's kind of like, I don't know if it's like Cheers where everybody knows your name, but everybody seemed to know their name, but they didn't know Mr. Paul Jangles, I can tell you that. Um, so that was one thought. Um, another one was, you know, I'm kind of glad, I kind of was bad-mouthing the UDISC app um, as I was going. So basically what the, the, one of the new things with the UDISC app was you basically tell the disc app how all your throws went. And that was kind of confusing to me because before you, if you had par, you just slid it over to the next hole. Well, now you actually have to put in, you know, where did your drive land in the fairway? Did it land off the fairway? Um, did you land in the first circle? Did you land in the second circle and all that kind of stuff? And it was a little confusing, 
Um, but I think that as you work through the kinks, I think that it'll pay dividends and it'll make it even more interesting to kind of keep track of stuff. Um, so those were the kind of two thoughts I had. Um, so that's about it. Um, drinking a PBR now, made it home. It's time to have a few beers. Uh, gonna go see Dr. Dog on Friday. I don't know if anybody's out there is a Dr. Dog fan, but, um, I am. Um, I think they're pretty cool. Um, so anyway, yeah, keep banging those chains and Mr. Pole Jangles. We'll see you later. Talk to you later. Bye. Oh, thank you.